0: You're listening to a Mango Languages podcast. Aloha, Wujambo, and welcome back to Adventures in Language. I'm your guide, Emily. Now, let me guess you're here because you're not yet where you want to be in your target language. You know, maybe past tense verbs remain just outside of your grasp, or perhaps you just can't remember the word for tomorrow, no matter how many times you practice it. I hear you, and believe me, I know the struggle well that can be really frustrating. The good news is that you're already on your way to success because you're here actively seeking out advice to help you reach your goals. So take a moment to pat yourself on the back because go you. In this episode, I'll be walking you through a guided self-reflection of the following three questions. One, are you clear on your motivation for learning the language? Two, are you carving out enough time for it? And three, Are you using the right learning strategies? If any of that sounds like what you came for, then keep listening because this episode is gonna help you say sayonara to your fluency frustrations. And for those of you who might not know me yet, I'm Emily, I'm a linguist here at Mango Languages with my PhD in bilingual language processing. And I'm a teacher and a student of many languages myself. So all of that to say that I'm excited that you're joining me on this journey today. Well. Sans plus tarde, Let's get to it. Okay, number one. Are you clear on your motivation for learning the language? Here's the deal. If you aren't clear on your why, you probably won't get to the how. Now, there are many possible motivations for learning a language. Perhaps it's for school, for travel, to communicate with a particular person or group, or to feel connected to your heritage. Or maybe it's for career advancement, to expand your worldview, or because you simply enjoy the process of learning a language. Whatever it is for you, you need to be able to define your why. Why? Because as it turns out, clarity and motivation is tied to positive learning outcomes in the target language. And if you want to explore more about the research on the role of motivation on language learning, check out the 2019 article from Dr. Lee and Dr. Bong, which we've linked for you in the description. If you'd like a worksheet to guide you in pinpointing your primary motivators, then check out the awesome goal-setting worksheet that we made for you, which we've linked in the description of this episode. Psst, it's free. Okay, number two. Are you carving out enough time for your language learning? This one seems simple, but it actually requires some careful reflection. Answer this. What do you consider an ideal number of hours to be spending a week learning and using your target language? say the number out loud right now. Don't overthink it. Now, that number matters because it's subconsciously been driving your expectations about what the, quote, ideal language learner would do. Now, let me ask you this question. On average, how many hours a week have you actually been able to spend with your language? Just think back to the last week or two. Go ahead, say it out loud. I'll wait. I have nowhere to be. I just live here in this podcast episode. Now, more often than not, the two numbers you provided are different. And if that's not the case for you, then yay, you can skip ahead to number three. So long as you honestly feel you're putting in a reasonable amount of time to reach your goals. But if your numbers were different, then we have some work to do. Now, the truth is that there doesn't exist any perfect or magic number of hours to spend per week to get fluent. The number that's going to work for you ultimately depends on a number of factors, such as your proficiency timeline goals, your learning style, the intricacies of your personal schedule, and the relative difficulty level of the target language. Now, With that being said, there is some helpful guidance that I can provide. First, if you're finding that you aren't spending enough time with the language, consider protecting that time by putting it on your calendar and use some digital notification reminders to keep you accountable. Also, try out options that don't require formal study sessions, like configuring your phone settings to be in the target language, or listening to target language songs in the background while doing chores, or even watching YouTube videos with subtitles. You may also consider leveraging the little pockets of time that crop up throughout your day. So if your schedule right now doesn't really allow for two hours, say, of interrupted study time, then sneak in mini study sessions perhaps while your coffee is brewing, while weeding in line at the store, or between reps at the gym. The truth is, despite what we used to think about the learning process, short little spurts of studying can actually be really powerful for learning. We've historically been taught to think that in order to learn something right, you need to be sitting at a desk and focused without interruptions for several hours. But recent findings from cognitive science are actually quite reassuring because they suggest that interrupted learning, also referred to as incubation, can actually help boost your recall of the learning content. So long story short, if you think this strategy would fit better into your day-to-day schedule than blocked off hours on a calendar, then use it because it might just be your ticket to proficiency. If you'd like to reflect more on how to set realistic goals for your language learning time, I invite you to check out our Setting Good Goals podcast episode which we've linked for you in the description. Or hey, use the Mango app. The app provides an autoplay feature, which allows you to learn free from the restrictions of having to look at your screen. In other words, you could fit in your learning sessions while you're waiting for the bus or out for an afternoon walk. And bonus, did you know that you can download your lessons in advance so that you can do them without needing Wi-Fi or service? Pretty cool, right? Okay. Before we get to the last question, if you're new here and you'd like to make sure you're up to date on all of the awesome language learning content that we have for you, come join the Mango fam by subscribing to the podcast. We appreciate you. Okay. Onward and upward to number three. Are you using the right learning strategies? Now, nine times out of 10, when people tell me they're not making progress in their target language, one of the main reasons is that they're relying too heavily on passive study strategies as opposed to active ones. So passive study strategies, such as skimming a textbook or rereading example sentences, are easy and they make us feel good because it feels like we understand more than we actually might about the learning material. In fact, a lot of popular language learning apps out there rely too heavily on passive learning strategies alone. They may give you the illusion that you're learning a language when in fact all you're doing is matching pictures to words. In contrast, the Mango app offers tons of speaking activities that encourage active learning, like unique speaking and critical thinking activities. So what exactly are active learning strategies? Active learning strategies, such as writing your own sentences, or having a spontaneous conversation with a friend require more cognitive effort than passive ones. They're more difficult, which means that we tend to make more mistakes when doing them. However, active learning strategies give us much more bang for our mental buck. And now here's one active learning strategy that I highly recommend you try on your own. I like to call it playing teacher. So after learning a new grammatical concept in the target language, You're going to pretend you're tutoring a beginner student in the target language, and you'll explain to this imaginary student from start to finish what the grammatical concept is and an example of it. Active learning strategies like this one, like playing teacher, will help you reinforce what you know and help you identify your learning gaps, which at the end of the day is how real progress is made. For more ways to incorporate active learning strategies into your language learning practice, Check out the episode we've linked for you in the description called The Fluency Illusion. Now that we've gone through the three questions, and remember they were about motivation, carving out time, and your study strategies, I want you to ask yourself this. Which one do you think is at the heart of your hang-up with the language? Or maybe is it a little bit of everything? Regardless, what are you going to do about it? So here are some things to think about. How much time can you realistically spend using the language in a given week? Will you put your learning time on your calendar? What learning strategies might you ditch and replace with ones that will better serve you? Have you identified your why that is your main motivator for learning the language? Now, after listening to this episode, you may not have clear answers to all of these questions just yet, and that's okay. But you should now have a better understanding of what it is you need to reflect on and have some ideas for how to overcome your fluency frustrations. And just a friendly suggestion, tackle just one question or one point at a time. After all, Rome wasn't built in a day, neither was Disneyland, you'll get there. And finally, you decided to listen to this podcast episode because you're frustrated with your current fluency level. And hey, you might have every reason to be. Maybe you haven't been making progress, but it's also possible that you have made more progress than you realize or give yourself credit for. When it comes to language learning, it's not uncommon to experience a disparity between perceived competence and actual competence. So I invite you to think back to what you couldn't do when you first started out learning the language and what you can do now. Also think about what has been your biggest win in the language so far. What have you been able to do that surprised you or made you feel successful? Enjoy the progress you've made so far because enjoying that taste of success will help propel you forward. Well, my language enthusiasts, that's all for this episode of Adventures in Language. If you're new here and you'd like to make sure you're up to date on all of our awesome language learning content, come join the Mango family by subscribing to the podcast. And hey, if you really loved it, go ahead and review it and maybe even tell your friends. It's kind of the best way to support our community of language learners. So if you do, we appreciate you. Now that you've finished the episode, I hope you feel inspired to take these ideas to fuel your language learning journey. And as always, if you have a question or an idea for an episode that you'd like to hear from us, let us know. We're always listening. Aloha, guaheiri, and I look forward to hanging out with you here next time. Bye.